Blog Talk Radio. you're not listening live this is the pro wrestling torch east coast cast not the mickey mouse club uh, by the way uh, it is wednesday it's august 11th and it's 2021 i'm your host i'm travis bryant uh, joining me uh, as soon as i hit the button will be cameron hawkins uh, but in the meantime let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information <clears throat> This here is an interactive show, so please reach out to us in one or all of the following ways. If you want to have your voice heard on the show, there are two ways to go about that. First way, get in line and talk to us live on air tonight. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines, and like I said, you will talk to Cameron and myself live on air. Uh, Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347 202-0103. If you want your voice heard, but you can't uh, call and talk to us live, you can drop us a voicemail. Voicemail line gives you three unadulterated minutes to ask your questions, pose your comments, uh, the fantasy book, conspiracy theory. uh, The the, the voicemail is there to give you three unadulterated minutes to do, uh, do all of those things. Uh, hit the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, that's 415-787-5229 to drop us a voicemail. You can always drop us an email as well. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. So please drop us an email anytime during the week, <clears throat> anytime during the show. Uh, find us at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Let us know in the subject of your email which uh, segment VIP or non-VIP that you want your segment read in. You can find the show on Twitter. Find us at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. And you can also find him on, uh, at Seahawk, C-E-E Hawk, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Seahawk. Join the conversation on that platform. Uh, so please uh, join the chat. Look at Cam's uh, gorgeous face. Look at his tank tops. Yeah. 
That's always a good time. And the last bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast, which is search East Coast Cast or PWTorch, and you will see us among the family of Torch pages. So please give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in the post, spread the word that way. Y'all know how it works by now, I hope. Without further ado, let's uh, let's bring Cam into the mix. Cameron, what up? Maybe that one 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 isn't Cam. Let's try this one. Cameron, there what we up? go. That's me. Hey, that's hey, me. Hey. How's it going, man? Uh, it's going. Uh, how's everything with you? It is going. I feel. I feel the same way. It is going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, highs and lows, Trav, highs and lows, but but it's good to be here on the show, good to have uh, our listeners and our viewers on, so yeah, let's uh, let's make it happen. Yeah, we've, uh, we've got some topics, we had, a, yeah, we had a fun week of TV, but we also had some uh, real life stuff, some, some, more, some more job status news, and some releases, and uh, a I guess a big name release. I, I, I assume yeah. that's that's where. Uh, well, not I, I, I. That has to be where we start. So Cam, um, it, the, the story broke. What after? Was it after SmackDown? Yeah, it was. No, it was during SmackDown. It's during really SmackDown. while SmackDown was on the air. Like, yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Um. So, Trav, I'm looking at a, a, a note here <clears throat> on the uh, good old Googles. You know yeah. how many WWE releases they've had uh, since January 1 of 2020? Any any number you want to ballpark? So eight. Uh, so we're at what? Twenty, almost 20 months. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like oh 31, but then I was going that was going to be of the year. Mm-hmm. I'll. Uh, Fifty-one, one hundred and nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm not thinking about all the folks that we just never see on and that's, TV. Yeah, I'm also and, talking about yeah. not on TV stuff that's not necessarily budget, just in general. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one hundred and nineteen mm-hmm. releases. And a lot of those um, earlier this year was the social media department, people in the office, mm-hmm. and you know all kinds of actual uh, uh, people that get health benefits without jumping through a bunch of hoops. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, we are, you know, kind of in this weird stage where there's a lot of speculation on what's going on. Like, is this a budget thing? Are they getting ready to sell? Like, there, there's a lot going on. So I feel like today's show is going to be inside baseball heavy, and that ain't a bad thing. I'm just like, no, oh, that's just where the story today. is, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to be so much who who beat who in the middle of the ring, even though we'll get into some stuff about that. So yeah, let's uh, let's start with the big one. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt uh, was released uh, last week. Um, he he was told he's released due to uh, due to budget cuts. And you know, you have like a personal anecdote about Bray Wyatt back at WrestleMania 30. Um, yeah. yeah. And what's, what's interesting, what's WrestleMania 30 was, is that seven yeah, years like, ago now? Yeah, yeah, uh, yep, 2014. Sure seven, yeah, seven years ago now. So, you know, we've watched 
the Bray Wyatt character, you know, go from Husky Harris to cult leader Bray Wyatt to The Fiend. And it's been um, varying levels of success, but he's always been treated like a big deal. Like he was in the main events. He was a focal point of television for a very long time. And, you know, to be literally a week or two um, away from returning and then to get released at that point, wow, it's, it's jarring. Mm. It really is. Well, is that is that the – is that – an extra story. He was a week from TV. Yeah, they said he was. He was told he was gearing up to come back uh, here this month. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I hadn't heard that part of it. That's even more interesting. That sounds like a last minute thing. Like throw <laughs> throw him in the in the in the future endeavors lot too. This this go round like. Whew. Yeah. So yeah, yeah personally uh, and like professionally, that's got to be fucking jarring as shit. You're absolutely. you're you you have to imagine he's probably had a whole creative, if not overhaul, like another step, the next thing he mm-hmm. was going to do as as Bray Wyatt or as the Fiend or whatever he was going to be next. Mm-hmm. And then to just be like, yeah, no, um, you're done. Not not. Oh, no, 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 sorry, we jumped the gun. We're not putting you back on TV just yet. Hang on, we'll get back to you. That would be enough, that would be enough to be like, well, fuck. Well, uh-huh. what, did they lose faith in me? Did somebody, like, talk shit? But, yeah, to be like, hey, here's your, here's your pink slip, pal. Um, off you go. That's... Yeah, that's J-Ray hit it, like... You know, uh, there were reports that he was going to come back this week, like on Raw, like this week. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot. Oh, by the way, Twitch, I have a SummerSlam t-shirt because my mom has me as part of this like subscription thing where I get WWE t-shirts like once a month. I wouldn't wear any of them, but yeah, I have a SummerSlam t-shirt. <laughs> it's great. Oh, you got the – is that the LA st- or, or uh, Vegas skyline? Do they have a it is the Vegas. It is the Vegas. Whatever. It's a strip. Or yeah. Here we are. <laughs> I'm definitely giving this away sometime this week. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna send. Gonna send a lady home with that. Mm. But yeah. Um. Yeah. The and and this is what I want to talk about too, Trav. And it's certainly yeah. like not this person's fault. But man, I, I'm sure especially with what we know about her over the last couple of months, this is a person who genuinely does have, like, empathy and feelings. I can't imagine how Alexa Bliss feels right now. Like, well, you know, she's... Yeah, you got it. What's with the tweet? She sent, like, a rather... Like, the a, a natural tweet you would send in that situation where it's like, holy shit, uh, not the language, but holy shit, I'm shocked, I can't... I didn't see this coming. I can't imagine he did or whatever. Some varying, like, supportive, shocking. And then it was gone. Like, was that? Yeah. Like, what was that? Like, I, so what? I think Jeez. they probably, yeah, I mean, not that it's in bad taste. Because it's absolutely not bad. It's what you should do. But I'm imagining um, people being people. Oh, you stole his gimmick. Oh, you ruined him and all that kind of stuff. Uh, like, I'm sure that thing was happening. You know, like, I'm, I'm very sure there was harassment afoot. So, um, uh, I would speculate. That yeah, why I mean, don't you turn comments off? I mean, well, Alexa Bliss, of all people, I think, Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks are the two 
most targeted, most talked, you know, all the awful internet stuff, uh, and even the extreme stuff from the, the incel crowd, you know. I can't imagine she would take down the tweet because it had some haters in the comments. Mm-hmm. It's, to me, it's like, don't bring more attention to this, as if as if y'all them firing him isn't attention enough, as if he's fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, goddamn, who's the guy that was dating Ray's daughter? You know, like, okay, that's just Bucky Buddy Harris Murphy. or whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck, yeah. Buddy Murphy. You know, so who, big deal. But, you know, like, okay, don't draw attention to that. But Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, uh, pay-per-view mainstay for the last, you know, better part of the last decade, the mm-hmm. attention's there. But I think it was a knee-jerk kind of thing of, hey, take that down. Don't We don't need any more. This doesn't need any more traction. Other than that, I just don't see her going, oh, look at the haters. I feel bad. Let me take this down because I can't take it. She mm-hmm. seems... Way stronger than that. Or yeah, yeah, not yeah. even stronger, but like immune to it at this point. <laughs> Nothing to do. Also strength. wonder if okay. and yeah, and, and on the back end, you know, Alexa Bliss um is also, you know, unabashedly a, a company woman. Um and so it could be like, yo, we don't want to draw attention to this. So let's let's fall back on that. And it could just be that. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I get it. You know, they're they're yeah, still kind innocuous. Of- uh, you know, kind of, a, hey, here's my shock and support for my friend who sure. the rest of the goddamn wrestling world is also expressing their shock. Yeah. Yeah, no, right there with you. Right there with you. Um, yeah, I, um, again, varying levels of success, but I've always said, like, I was always a fan of the guy in ring. I thought that he was working hard on these characters, you know, even – with the constraints of what WWE will and won't do, I thought he was giving his all the whole time, you know? Um, so it's unfortunate. It's always sad to see somebody who you don't have, like, a personal bias against lose their job. Like, that is always sad, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, um, I feel like everybody recognizes that talent. Um, he is unique in and of himself. His build is unique. The way he moves is unique. The way he talks is unique. If this is something he wants to continue doing, I'm sure he'll be just fine. I think they're different, completely different parts uh, or times of their career uh, when I'm thinking of like a Mick Foley, Cactus Jack kind of thing. But I, I think give give Mick a call or Mick should maybe reach out and mm-hmm. the fact that he needs like creatively uh, like some juice from Mick. But uh what it's what it's like being an overly creative artistic guy in this business now having a choice having an option to do to do something else do you stay the same do you fucking completely flip and you know have a ponytail and a, and a fucking power suit uh i i think a, a Mick Foley type is a as a guy I, I would have a conversation with as if he's not a text away those two i mean i'm sure mm. They're close in some some mm-hmm. technological way. If he, ain't, if he ain't one text away, he's two. Right, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the man's got options. Uh, that's for sure. Um, nationally and internationally, I, I have to imagine. You now, New Japan is not going to like just take every fucking guy gene that shows up on their on their door. Uh, yeah. But I don't think New Japan is. 
is in Japan at least internationally is the only option. I think there's yeah. plenty of places a guy like him uh, could land and make pretty good money. And we know what the lazy answer is. The lazy answer is AEW. Um, oh sure, and Dark But I I don't think I think because it's so obvious we don't even need to talk about that really happening. Like it's it's too on the nose, right? Like you know Brody was his man and. The cult thing is exa- is not exactly what he was doing, but but it's absolutely in line with what he was doing previously. But no, I think it's too on the nose. I think that even from a creative space, I think he'd want to do something different. Uh, what we did find out, apparently the idea that he was having trouble processing uh, Brody's death was overblown. And I'm sure, you know, it's just a man. You're not happy about it. That's difficult to deal with. But apparently it wasn't what was preventing him from being on TV. Like this was just a reset. You know, like this was what they wanted to do specifically. So, um, but good on him, man. Good on him um, for, you know, being somebody we believe to have opportunity. Um, I, I think that's coming. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for him, man. He's ridiculously talented. Um, I've always been a fan of the look, um, the build, the athleticism, just, just what they say, Trav. He was the what? He was the what with the Ferrari engine? Like a civic or some shit. That all the time. Is it a civic? I think he was a tank with a Ferrari engine. Is what they oh, said. Right. Oh, right. That was. His, that's right. That's right. It was like a double compliment, yeah. not a half half-handed, you know, yeah. backhanded compliment. And, and but is, yeah, go ahead. Well, I will say, <clears throat> whether it's old hat or not, staying as far away from the dark order would be. The best career move he could, because it's a terrible, awful, garbage gimmick that should have been put down, you know, two years ago, a month I'll after. Say, it. I'll say this, because <laughs> I do think that sometimes we kind of, and it's not on purpose, it's just it's kind of a habit. We kind of neglect AEW a little bit when we talk about big deals and headlines. I want to say the Dark Order not helping Adam Page last week because he didn't want help. I, I thought it was an amazing touch to oh, great story. But didn't one of them run out and then they like they on camera made the out. decision. Yeah, yeah. On one of them ran out like, and the two dudes not, was like, nah, baby. What hey, he hey, that's what he said he wanted. <laughs> we got to respect that. And it wasn't even like, fuck him. It was just like, yo, that's what the man said he wanted. We got to respect that man. I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. Any, any idea, and I don't think they're going to do it, but any idea that Adam Page and Kenny Omega shouldn't headline all out. It's just ridiculous. It's the match you've been building for two years. Like, do it. Just do it. But anyway. Um, but no. Nah, do it. The you only do it, if the only thing, to get it out of the way, to, like, to, yeah. to clear the deck. If you're looking at, like, who's who's showing up and who's potentially could show up, it's like, all right, let's, let's, uh, let's, not, let's, let's do not this. Let's not put this on the back burner. Make it happen. Right, for sure, right. For sure. Um, okay, so I kind of want to stay in line with WWE releases, Trav, but okay. I want to talk NXT. Poor apparently, NXT. Yeah, apparently NXT's dead. Um, and not NXT's dead like NXT's going away, but NXT as a boutique promotion, I think, is, is gone. Um, boy, again, we're getting real inside baseball this week, right? Trav... You and I have watched takeovers together. We've watched them separately, got in here and talk about them. We rave mm-hmm. about just the 
quality of work and how the storylines weave and this guy gets made and and, and he's going to get all yep. the accolades and this and that. <clears throat> for sure. That was for us. Vince McMahon don't give a shit about five-star takeovers <laughs> at all. Um, where do you Or if he start? does give a shit about them, he gives a shit about them as, as far as showing up his thing. Like the little bastards with their goddamn chants in their full full uh, Brooklyn arenas. You know, that 2015, 16, 17 stretch, I, when they were just on fire, doing everything right, can't miss, everybody's hitting on all cylinders month after month, or, you know, takeover after takeover. I couldn't imagine grind on Vince's gears every time they, they're selling out SummerSlam takeover faster than SummerSlam sells out in the same building, you know, shit like that. Uh, so, Trav, yeah. I want to ask you a question, and I want to ask the chat a question. On the men's side, because I, I think NXT for women has absolutely produced, like, four horsewomen, Oscar. I, that's, I don't even think we need to go any further, right? Yeah. For women, NXT is absolutely produced. Tell me who is the successful main event, main roster wrestler, male wrestler, who was not a recognized world champion prior to NXT. The the closest person you you could really get spent possibly the least time in NXT, Kevin Owens. Uh is a guy but who uh, Kevin o- what was Kevin Owens then somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, was Kevin hmm. Owens not uh he wasn't he was never ROH champion, right? Oh you just oh you meant anywhere. I that uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. I'm not talking about WWE World Champion because I'm, what I'm saying is you well, can't count Samoa Joe. Yeah. You can't count Finn Balor. I don't know if you can count – probably – I mean, I, Sami Zayn is very good. I don't know if you can say mm-hmm. he's a main event wrestler. But, yo, like and, – and I'm I'm saying this to say NXT has maybe fails. And again, if the goal is to be a farm promotion, to be an OVW, to produce the next crop of main event wrestlers, I think <laughs> you can make the argument that NXT failed uh, on the men's side. So, okay, so Roman Durrell, <coughs> Roman, does he count NXT or does he count as, as, uh, FCW? Yeah, they don't, they don't, Seth, they just don't count. You gotta. Counts, but was Seth ever world champion? Then if, if Seth counts, uh-uh. Big E counts. Like, what the fuck? There has to be a hard cutoff for, like, the NXT that we consider, like, the NXT. Well, I've already said women, Darrell. I've admitted that. Like, on the women's side, I do think NXT has been been successful. I I think Arrival is a firm, hard place to start. 2014, Mm -hmm. it's long enough ago. But, you know, Seth and those guys don't don't make that that, that cut. Darrell, Shane, listen to me. Listen to the words I'm saying. Again, the four horsewomen have been a, a model of success. Maybe he just for, for a, No, no, no. These niggas been sitting here. Real? <laughs> 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 and they just said, Becky, I'm, I, dog, yeah. I'm telling you. Like, again, on the women's side, four horsewomen and Oscar, it's absolutely worked. Like, that project has been successful. But as far as guys who had never been there, like, again, this is what we know. 
Um, thank you, Shane. This is what we know. Velveteen was supposed to be the one. <laughs> like, we all know yeah. that. And just fumbled the damn he fucked up the brick. Oh my fondled, god, he fond, fucked up the brick. Fond, fondled the bag. Oh, yeah, and the bag was thirteen. Um, but yeah, just fucked up. Oh my god. Um but yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know I think I don't know if if okay. I, 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 I hear what you're saying about the I hear what you're saying the on the on the side of the on the men's side that is NXT uh, a failure? I think the fact that the the type of like if you were to go back to 2014 or even you know 2013, 2012 and start including those guys, and you were like, okay, here is here's going to be the template of this brand, and it's going to be a pseudo or ostensibly a uh, a farm system for, for Raw and SmackDown, and this is going to be the template. And you describe like a bunch of uh, Finn Balor's and 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 Adam Cole's. I think somewhere in that conversation, somebody's going to say, "Yeah, these guys aren't going to, you know, uh, the majority of these guys aren't going to make it on the main roster. Certainly not how we." probably think they should or, or, or their talent deems they should. So, you know, the few that had the chance, like uh, that didn't have the size thing against them, or at least so f- against them, like a Cole or Finn Balor, uh, you know, Shinsuke and your, your, your Rudes and, and Sami Zayn and, 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 you know, they didn't necessarily get pushed <laughs> in a way that, that whatever, but these other guys didn't get get, get shit. I mean, Ricochet and all of that. Uh, but the fact that the women not only succeeded, but in that in those seven years that uh, the, the NXT era that you know that I'm defining, women became uh, not only sporadic main eventers, but uh, uh, focal points and selling points and merch movers and all that stuff. So that alone, I would have to deem this NXT era that, you know, the network era of NXT, so to speak, uh, a rousing success. It's just, yeah, the men didn't. And, but, and then you can just list all the handicaps. Um, Like Triple H really did try to run it like uh, super, super indie. Uh, in certain ways, um, as far as the talent, I should say, maybe not run it like a super indie, but scoop up all that mm-hmm. all that talent over the last you know five seven years, and Vince don't give a fuck about none of them for real for real. So I just I just posted a tweet, and this is like in line with what we're saying. I said Triple H is fascinating. He loves small wrestlers, wrestlers who smoke weed, wrestlers of color, whoever, because he recognizes talent. He just shed on those types of wrestlers when he was active because he knew how to appeal to his boss. <laughs> like, it's so fascinating. Like, he was in Vince's ear telling him why he shouldn't push Booker T, why he shouldn't push RVD, why Taz shouldn't fuck with him in the ring. Like, like these are all, like, Triple H-isms. Like, he was, he was with Sean and them when Sean was shitting on the rock. Right. Uh-oh. 
Is that my end or, <clears throat> or Cameron's looking at my... for me, dog. Oh, there you what go. What do you have for me? And he don't got nothing for him. Like, I like Ricochet. I think Ricochet is one of the best in-ring wrestlers I've ever seen. Ricochet ain't it, dog. Oh, no. The stream came back. I'm back. Are you there, Travis? Yeah, I hear you. I didn't for a little okay, bit. Refreshing. I wasn't sure if it was... Okay. It was, uh... Yeah, I think it, it, it stopped and then it dropped and then it shut him down to open up shop. Okay. Did you watch the uh, the Jada Kiss? Uh, I'm sorry, the Locks Dipset versus... I didn't, but I watched all. I saw clips and various punchlines and O lines, and I saw a bunch of reaction and the memes and yeah. Jada Kiss might tough be day for, for Harlem. Yeah, it was. Jada Kiss was just. It was a master class, man. It really was. I know this is not what we're talking about right now, but it was a master class. It was amazing what he did. He, uh, his, his, I don't think we've ever talked about this or not we, but it's, I've never heard this conversation probably because I'm just not clued in and in that mix, but his Spotify numbers like went up 375% or, or whatever, like and lock shit. Like do people like, I mean, these verses have been around for, you know, well over a year. We've had some really big verses and shit. Why was this one like numbers moving? So, I think people so forget like how, that – I think rap crews are different. I think that there's a loyalty to – like like Dipset was a whole movement. The locks have always been solid. Um, you know, Cameron is a superstar. Jadakiss <laughs> is – like I wouldn't even say – like Jadakiss is my favorite Intercontinental Champion. I think that's a <laughs> – like he's just – these incredible second-hour matches that he puts on all the time. But then I, I thought the most interesting thing that happened was Jewels looks at the locks, and he's like, you don't got no songs for the women. And they were like, yo, are you serious? We have Grammys. And they start playing songs with Mariah, and it's just, yeah, it, it, it's an amazing thing to see. Like, Dipset yeah. looks like a bunch of guys who are there together because they have to be there together. Locks like a bunch of guys who are there together because they know this thing works. And, like, yeah. and, and what it said to me from my kind of very much peripheral view was the locks are still somewhat, if not mostly tight as a as a unit, as a squad. I don't know much about Sheik Luch. That's always been when he don't show up on stuff, it's always been weird. I don't know. But but they seem they're all it's that thing of we never we never leave in this neighborhood. Like they bragged about, like you live in Miami. Like motherfucker, they fifty. Yeah. Like you can't leave. Yeah. It's that I, I understand like the 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 battle nature of it, but I but you have to like look at the like destructive, you know, like uh, uh, fucking <laughs> like like so what? They live in fucking Miami. Big fucking deal. Like you, that whole thing about with the with uh what's the line from Mob Deep? No matter how much loot I get, I'm staying in the projects forever. It's like no, don't do that. Don't yeah, don't do that. Don't. Why would you do that? The whole point is to get the fuck out of there and bring people yeah. with you and try you reinvest in the community, quote unquote. But you do that from the fucking maybe not the suburbs, but you know not the fucking projects. So I, you know, I, I get it. I sixteen year old me wants to be like you fucking dipset because I was a Locks fan, but I was also 
fucking Cameron. And I, I always said if Cameron had more substance in his rhymes, he would have been my absolute favorite rapper ever. I just couldn't, you know, not even he the Rudy Tootie Fresh and Fruity shit. <laughs> yeah. It's just, you he know, because I, I fuck with Future and Young Thug these days at 40. Uh, you know, but it was just something. Um, it's just like, come on, y'all. We got to, like, grow up. I, and it wasn't like they on they out there doing the gimmick. They're out there pretending they're 25 again. Like, nah, they 50 out there still, like, really feel that line you know i'm we in here we you in miami nigga we in like oh my god shouldn't y'all be bad but whatever i i know that's the whole thing we're selling here and people are showing up for the fucking i, want, locks. I just want twitch to know khakis yeah baby. i want twitch to know i'm on the west side of chicago looking for a bust down make me put my two arms up touchdown oh amazing camera on you fucking swag man Cameron was the first swag rapper. I don't care what nobody says. Nigga was just doing what he wanted on beats. I'm just going to rhyme whatever the fuck I feel. Like, they, they did Suck It or Not, and Suck It or Not is one of those songs where I'm, like, in college, and I'm like, this song is amazing. And then now, um, and then now I'm 35, and I'm like, yo, I still want to know if she's going to suck it or not. I did fall into a bit of a versus hole and saw a clip of the Bow Wow um, uh, uh, Soldier Boy one where Soldier Boy started, uh, we made it, and <laughs> Bow Wow was like, you got any, you got any, where's the verse? You just, you just going to sing the hook for yeah. five fucking minutes? Nigga, nigga, we made it. Yeah. And it's just no, like, wait, it ain't even a, that's a Drake song. Like, nobody thinks that's about Chris. Soldier Boy on that track. Like, what? No, Chris, Chris. Chris dropped a fun fact. He said Cameron was one of Tupac's goons and above the rim. No, the better part is like Wood Harris was the shooter in Above the Rim forty-five years ago and still looks the exact same age. Like mm-hmm. he did Above the Rim in what, like ninety-four, and then was high school Julius and Remember the Titans in two thousand and one. <laughs> and then was Ace Boogie and Peyton Pool in like oh six. Like no. Yep. It, and what's funny is, like, Steve Harris, like, got Travis, this is, is this still a wrestling show? What are we talking about? Yeah. Steve Harris looks every bit of 50 every day of his life. Um, but Wood Harris is always going to look 28. And yep. salute to him. That's, that's got to be, uh, it's that, uh, it's that older, younger brother that, that don't go bald. That, and all the, you know, yeah. like, you motherfucker, how, how dare you <laughs> not be the one to get this curse? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, All right. Let's let's read it back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um so we made let's it. see. Nigga, we made it. <laughs> I love that. Um yeah, let's reel it back in. So let's um let's see, we talked about releases. Uh let's talk about Max Caster real quick. Because we talked about the promo last week. Apparently they mm. suspended Max Caster. Mm. Whatever that means. Travis, how the fuck did they suspend Max Caster? Like I, a fucking reactionary fucking Twitter fucking eyes yeah. glued to Twitter. What's Twitter saying? What's the woke folks so saying? People, Instead of just being employer employers and dealing with yeah. it, it's like okay. Like people would. were like, "Yo, fuck Max Caster," and he made a rape joke, and we're not good with that. And I was like, "Yo, I feel y'all, but wait, we like, did? Oh, oh, how? Oh, the smell the of, of yeah. person's vagina. 
no, oh, no, 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 Travis, who do you dislike the most in wrestling as a, as a human? I know who mine is, and you know who mine is, but who do you dislike the most? As who, a, Hulk Hogan? No, well, yeah. Uh, fuck him. Happy birthday, bitch. Um, <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Not him. Uh, Randy Orton? I think of uh, Airwolf. So, salute to Chris. Um, no. Uh, Drake Wirt? Fuck him. No, fucking Jim Cornette. Oh, Jim okay. Cornette, oh, damn. Outside okay. of everything, like, written death on the homies. Like, dude. Oh, like, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, that's, I, take, yeah. I take that personally. Like, you can't, uh, like, take my man's life. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, <his> family. <laughs> but what did I say when Jim Cornette, uh, when Jim Cornette did the stupid shit with NWA? What did I say? I said, Jim Cornette should not be fired. Jim Cornette was wrong, but y'all knew who y'all got with Jim Cornette. It's not that Jim right. Cornette should be fired. It's that management should have checks and balances, specifically. Like, that's the whole thing. Management should have checks and balances. Like, and I, I – as somebody who does not like Jim Cornette as a human being, right. I, I was even like, yo, like, it's not his fault his boss didn't catch that. Like, it's a tape show. So Max Caster having, like, this – you know, carte blanche with his freestyles, that was always going to be a mistake because as a performer, you're going to go as far as you can go to get the reaction you want. Travis, nobody wants to see Max Caster, like, lose. And they're like, oh, God, I hate him so much. Please beat him. They want to react to his freestyles, and then they're, you know, they like him and they don't like him. Like, I was in the building for AEW Live. Like, they liked his freestyle, corny as that shit was. But when you don't have management saying, yo, you, you got to run this rap by me before, that's how you get this. Like, this is not somebody who should be suspended. This is a teachable moment where you're like, yo, just run the raps by me first. It's really that simple. Like, I, I, I don't know how to comment on cancel culture. Like, I, I don't because, one, I don't think it's real. But, it's two, I do, think it's, I do think it's born from a place of genuine feeling born from that. I think that it's one of those things that gets telephoned people today. Up to be and people, people pieces hate, of garbage. <laughs> hate everything eventually, right. so then can't fucking have a real conversation about improving behavior. You just want to get rid of people, yeah. right? right? But, right. no, nah, man, he said something fucked up, but just run the raps by management. It's that simple. I, I don't understand why my man got to lose a check because y'all weren't paying attention to what was going on. Like, that's not that man's fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's saying things to get a reaction. You should be working with him. But, 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 Travis. Yeah. What does it come down to? If they had niggers in management, we'd be good. <laughs> we said this from AEW's inception. They're going to run into issues with how they present people of color if people of color are not in management. Exact same thing I said about NWA. Thing that happened with Jim Cornette. You had nobody who could tell you the shit was offensive to tell you it was offensive. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, this kid, I say kid, he's 32. You know, he's like, <laughs> right. <laughs> he should have known. Like, when I thought like he was 32, talking about a 19 year old like pussy, like, like, come on, big dog, like, you gotta exercise. Yeah, that's the first part to me. Yeah, you gotta exercise but some that's... form of understanding. Yeah. Like, every it ain't, it ain't like I'm not saying he's trying to fuck kids. I'm right. just saying, like, dude, like, you know, you gotta. This is what happens when you do that. If it was like fucking, I don't know, Griff Garrison, who's fucking six or whatever, or, you know, Arn Anderson's son, who's 25, but looks 95, like, maybe it would be different. But you a grown man, dog. Like, I'm not going to sit in a room with niggas who are talking about, man, I bet that 19-year-old got whatever she got. I'm like, nah, dog, we're not doing this. So, anyway, my larger point is, as much issue as I took with what he said, it didn't warrant a suspension. Like... It warranted you saying, okay, we're going to have checks and balances right now. But I do believe that there was some, some form of influence from people outside. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing was just reaction. Tony Khan said, oh, I'm going to I'll produce dark. And, uh, you know, Liar. down there. Liar. That nigga's not shit. And down there suspending, what's his face? Whatever that means. Like, does he, yeah. I mean, when it's. It's always tough with, uh, as far as, like, suspending folks and finding people in wrestling. I remember Wade would always talk about how you can find a motherfucker all you want if his next pay-per-view check has that, has his check plus the amount you find him, uh, you know, as, like, uh, don't worry about it. We got you. Like, we're, that's not exactly punishment. Uh, funny how that works, but I'm, uh, yeah. And, on the, and there's other other sides to that too. It's not just you know management trying to to to, to coddle or protect a, a, an individual. So, uh, what what happened on TV in the last week that's worth talking about? Sasha Banks. Yes, we did everything that I think that's worth talking about happened on SmackDown. Sasha Banks, uh, uh, Roman, and and Finn. They pretty much did exactly. Uh, what I complained about, I was like, they're going to have a match. Now the only match with Finn is with Corbin, his revenge, because he's not going to do shit against Cena, and they don't have no hook for him and Roman for the fall. Well, they <laughs> they did all that last. He got uh, a two uh, month suspension. God damn. Who Max Caster? <laughs> God damn. What about what? fucking? What about his buddy? Like, what happens to him? Is that a two month suspension Anthony for him Bowen? too? Yeah, the, damn, being the other guy sucks. <laughs> being the other guy is trash. Nothing Too nothing much. against Anthony Bowens, but you're the other guy. You're the guy who, who makes faces when your friend raps. Oh, man. That's unfortunate. Yeah, he don't even chime in with no fucking ad-libs. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunate. Mama. My goodness. Vagina. Sorry, sir. Yeah. Ugh. He said that nineteen-year-old had to stank coochie. Like, come on, big dog. I, you're technically didn't say that, Cam. That's where you're. Late, not that. Oh, it's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah where right. your mind took it. Other things rhyme with Carolina. <laughs> if he said that, and then at the end he's like attitude. <laughs> like uh, she has a bad attitude. Yeah. It's about the dentist. The implication. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. No, two months. Good God. But Sasha came back and did the, the Sasha shit. I hate, like, and it might just be 
it's an age thing, Trav. Um, yeah. It's also the job that we do. But, boy, I know you, like me, be watching the clock when the main event's happening. Like, there's still four minutes in this show, and they just had the pinfall. Something's oh, right. About Sure. That's yeah, just – you, you, what do you mean? It's an age thing. I, I think that's uh, just a wrestling fucking – you I know, you've watched this shit for 30 enough. years. Yeah. Think, exactly, exactly, exactly. You watch enough, and you're like, yo, how much time is left in the show? And I think a lot of that's mm-hmm. attitude era stuff where it's like yeah. somebody's coming out. Ramp goes down, ball. look to the fucking uh, – look to the rampway. Okay, exactly. they're running. Yeah. Yeah, man, Sasha was like, yo, fuck all that ESPN shit. Fuck these ESPYs. Fuck these pictures we taking. I made you relevant. I want my title. And I thought Sasha cut a dope promo. I thought Bianca cut a dope promo. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. She looked like a badass. They ass. all look together, man. Like, as good as Sasha and Charlotte were together, that was more about these are the two best talents we have in ring. Let's let them go do things. But, boy, yeah. there's just – something about when black people get together to fucking wrestle. <laughs> it's just something yeah, I was just going to say, and they just look comfortable and they look like yeah. this is how a couple of you know, 28-year-old women would fucking argue if they had some shit on the line that each of them wanted. Like, you know, and they both and the uh, look good and stylish while they're doing it. And even the even the Zelina Vegas stuff, like they, they I was very happy with how they uh, had yeah. Bianca like she just looked poised and looked like a badass, took, taking on all challenges, cut a promo, didn't wither under uh, under uh, Sasha's really good promo. It's like yeah, and tough we don't to be there to like, be the other person on the when somebody's cutting a really good memorable "I'm back, bitch" promo to be on the other side of that and give just as good or at least certainly enough to to hold your own, and then look at the other motherfucker like. I'll take care of you at SummerSlam. You, I'll beat your ass tonight and then beat her ass tonight. And, you know, yeah, it's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, I was happy. And what's the one knock against Sasha, as good as Sasha is? Her size, maybe, or her risk-taking? No, I would would say her her promo ability. I think sometimes she... She she fast smiles more of her inflection than her actual ability inflection content specific. of what she says exactly exactly how she says but yeah. no this was this was one of her best like this was up there because I, I think that Sasha is a person like I we talk about Shelton Benjamin and Randy Orton as when motivated I don't want to put Sasha in that same thing because I think Sasha gives her all every match mm-hmm. but I think Sasha we're finally seeing like oh this is the opponent she needed to maximize who she is. Also, you know, like her and Bailey great, but also yeah. she's let's not like shortchange what she's done career-wise in the last year and the and what she's probably learned as a performer. You oh, know, when sure. you're she's, out on a damn yeah. set of a big budget Star Wars thing, you can't be uh here I'm here overacting pro wrestling thing or robot. I don't know how to act. like she had to I mean, be more than just oh, natural, talented performer in front of a you know crowd. It's I gotta now be more cognizant of cues and just all that technical mm-hmm. movie making and Hollywood kind of shit. Uh, she's 100% you don't think bad. she's bringing Absolutely. that? Oh, and then the inflection and just the fact that she doesn't speed through fucking promos or have that weird valley girl Boston thing that I don't know what, mm-hmm. what I, I, you can't fault somebody for. <laughs> <laughs> the way you know the words that come out and how it sounds sometimes, but 
she's gotten that, I don't want to say under control, so it wasn't a problem, but she's mm-hmm. turned that into, she's turned her promos into, uh, into yeah. a strength as, as, instead of a, a possible weakness or something yeah, that can be picked apart. Yeah. yeah, she's at the top of her game, and they are, and Bianca is, is smoking it, and Zelina has been a good foil. Like, no, no, everything about what those women were doing was amazing. Like, like salute to them. I can't even, and that's, you know, you can't, you got John Cena on the card, so you can't end SummerSlam with that match, but boy, it would be a worthy main event, for sure, for sure. Um. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Mysterios and the Usos. Um, boy, those kids are good. Me and the Usos. Boy, those kids are good. And boy, Dominic Mysterio is way better than he should be. I keep saying that. Like, he hasn't had, like, good trainers and didn't train with Lance Storm and all kind of shit. Boy, they mm-hmm. are fun. Like, they, that is a and They've fun... kept, this, kept this thing going with, uh, with matches. It seems like they have three matches a month. <laughs> you know, they don't yeah. miss many opportunities to, it's to really wrestle like it, it, and they keep the story interesting like ray and, and and dominic being as green as he is you can tell those stories like ray took out the distraction but dominic let that be the distraction mm-hmm. right right like ray took the guy out that was trying to 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 to, to distract you or, or interfere now do the move stop looking and gawking at and your dad taking out the 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 the, the running guy and pay attention uh-huh. and you know he got caught and lost the match and and this was a week after you know Ray had finally gotten a, a win over them and it's just like man they've kept this thing interesting even though they go back and forth back and forth literally every week or every other week uh-huh. uh, they've kept this thing really really uh, at the forefront absolutely absolutely yeah yeah it's been 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 good. Um... <laughs> And then, you know, we, we worked our way to John Cena, Roman Reigns. I, I, again, I, I hate that Cena's default is always uh, backstage. Lighthearted. This is what you aren't. This is what I am. Yeah. Uh, you're protected, and I don't believe you got it, and I'm going to embarrass you. And it's just like, nah, like, dog, like he's, what are you talking about? Like, Roman's, like, beat everybody. He smoked yeah. Edge. He smoked yeah. Daniel Bryan. Like, like we were there. Yeah. <laughs> we saw it all. You know, so I don't like that part. Right, um, right. Like at least with the Rock, there was some, like the reason it worked, even if you didn't weren't a John Cena fan, is like, well, there was some truth to it. There was something. The man had the fucking writing on his wrist or whatever. Like there was, Mm -hmm. he was coming back with his bullshit, cheap fucking Twitter line, kung pao bitch, and all that cornball shit, you know, for a bit. So they had things to be called out on. Roman Reigns is fucking killing it. He's single handedly probably. I watch. I would say right, Summer. I would I say SmackDown. But he's, Friday because Roman Reigns is right, on the show. Right, right. Like, he's, he's the one show I watch consistently, or if I don't watch, I'm going back to make sure I see you know a decent amount of it, and I'm certainly going back to see. Going to make sure I see his segments individually. I ain't never. I, man. Yeah, so it just doesn't hold true, and it just makes you go, this is just, and it's not, you don't go, well, this is just Cena bitter and mad, because he's not, that ain't him anymore, like, I don't believe that either, I don't think it's coming from that place, I think it's coming from a fucking lazy autopilot place of, it's SummerSlam, it'll sell itself, and, uh, you know, I'm John Cena, he's Roman Reigns, and, you know, we'll get a, you know, 
when he three quarters put, of a million when he put buys. John Cena in the dirt. <laughs> when he puts John Cena in the dirt. Oh my goodness. I'm not ready for it. Anyway. Trav, you being you, and I hate that you're you, but you are you, and so I'm around you because you're you. <laughs> Did you watch the Suicide Squad? Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you say what I said on your stream a couple days ago. Take a guess. Let's talk about yeah, what if. I did watch that. I watched the quality. Oh, shit. What if came out today? I haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah so I heard. I did hear good things about Suicide Squad. Like, I did, will he give it like, its props. That I hear that the people that say it's bad, I don't trust them anyway. And the people that say it's good, um, usually the people that I, I, I give credence to. So, um, I've never like, – the idea that John Cena would never go heel, you know, while after his, you know, after he went face in WWE, it lends itself to this character. Like he literally says, I will, I'll fight for peace at any cost, no matter how many men, women, and children I have to kill to get it. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, yes. Oh my yes. God. It's like, you, you get it. So you this is the- John Cena. Is that the same character he'll have the the HBO show about? Yes, it's the same. Okay, character. so it is the same hero, like the same character he's playing. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, so, um, the, and you'll see it a bit. <laughs> Damn, what a line! But the funniest part is like, so they introduce. Uh, I'm not ruining it for anybody, but they introduce uh, Bloodsport at the beginning of the movie, right? Because Idris Elba is the is the main character. So they say, like, he was trained as a child by his dad to be deadly with any weapon, right? Mm-hmm. And so he agrees to work with the Suicide Squad because they, you know, they threaten him with the things that Amanda Waller and the government threatens you with. And then the first jail cell, because they're all in the same prison, the first jail cell he goes to is John Cena's, and they give him the exact same backstory. And Dr. Elba looks at uh, Byron Davis and says, are you fucking kidding me? It's the same guy. I loved it so much. They literally changed a few words, but it's literally the exact same mm-hmm. backstory. Dad making him like this guy. And John Cena just fucking deadpans it the whole time. It's fucking hilarious. He's amazing. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Um, I got one more thing before we go to calls. We have been talking for yeah. an hour. Man, we're good at this. Um, Trav. How much do you love broke ass Baron Corbin? Fam, he shows up. Uh, well, look, you can, his storyline goes through both shows. <laughs> like he shows up on SmackDown begging for money, gets needed a check. He shows up on <laughs> overall begging for money, he gets the boat. It's like, yeah, it's uh, he's the he's the punching bag of the of the month or of the quarter. It's. Uh, I said it before. I say it again. Loser gimmicks, losing streaks, rarely, if ever, turn around to be anything. Uh, the person that that did those gimmicks, they don't typically uh, end well for the for the for the talent. So, <laughs> yeah. Can and considering the environment, it's like, can you hear my audio? I hear you just fine. Yeah. The thing I'm playing, can you hear that? Oh, no. Okay. It's a thing. Um, 
I think we get into it next week. There's some indie wrestler who spent this lady who spent like forty thousand and four years on wrestling, and she's horrible. And she says she can't get booked because she's anti-vax, and it's hilarious. So we'll get to it. Wait, she spent forty grand? Forty racks? On what? The stream can hear it. Trav, can you um just the stream can hear it? I don't think that. I don't think which McCauley. I don't think that uh, the callers can hear it, but yeah. um, I would love to play just a portion of it really quick. It'll take like two minutes. Okay. Um, but yeah, if you want to switch audio really quick to the stream, if you want to look at that, this is fascinating. Let's see. She sounds like a joy. What? 40 racks. You shouldn't spend that much. You don't. Why would you spend that much on a car? A core. Not a car. A core. A core. What the fuck? Baby, what? But hate the hate the flavor. Okay, I'm I'm done. I'm muting. Her. Yo, <laughs> yo. Hmm. Well, all right. All right, that's enough. Um, <laughs> I might play that on stream tomorrow night. Woo, boy. Okay, all right. I don't, I, I don't understand any wrestler who spent 40K over four years cuts a promo in wrestling industry. How it's so goddamn long, it's got to be broken up. And, and, oh, oh, that's just promo. Uh, 40 grand, like, wrestling school's like 2,500 bucks, you know, maybe five grand yeah. if you got somebody of note. We're going to call you uh, an Old Navy vest because you got fleeced. And the fact that it's over four years, it's like, oh, somebody was like, damn, we can just fucking milk the shit out of her. Also, where does she get 40 grand to spend on wrestling? I'd like like that investigated. Have you seen her match? Have you seen her, 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 her clips? Oh. This is why we... Is she working really hard in, in the match? Because if not, right. then why would... Hey, first I hope of she, all... She, she wasted her money. Who was she at? Who was she at? She was at Chase and Ranch's school. Oh, for fuck's sake. Dog, you... No, no, no. We gotta... Listen, we got... We have an audience. We have to look at... You gotta see this shit. Oh, man. There it is. No, that's the finish. Oh, no. Why did she... 
I'm very sad. Let's what? See. What was that? Yes, Travis. Yes, Travis. Indeed. Okay, that here it Splash? is. Splash? Was that her? First of all, they don't even look like the same person. Oh my god, it's the best match I've ever seen. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck? Was that collar that whole tie up? <laughs> Team Vision Dojo. They're just walking. Dog. She just turned her back on her so she could get some heat on it. Like this Did is you seen the finish. Oh my god. Oh baby. Your forty K was wasted. Um <laughs> Your 40K got you fucked up. Oh, that... Oh, my God. That was terrible. She's garbage. She's she's very bad. She's a boy. Like, like, she's first day... If she came in and was, like, that level of athletic and you'd be like, are you sure you want to spend... You know, you as a trainer, you, even as the most ethically challenged person, you're like, I don't, I don't think you're going to make it, sweetie. Like, in any way. And by make it, I mean to the locker room to fucking change. <laughs> you ain't going to make you go to the car. You can pick wow. your shit up later. Oh, man. She had a nerve to talk about working hard. Yo, that collar, that collar of Otaya at the beginning. <laughs> that was wow. Okay, real quick before we talk to people, um, the whole NXT ain't NXT anymore. Boy, mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't know that by the the TV after the the big like, oh my God, we fired everybody and the news came out that it's going back to being a true developmental. Mm-hmm. Well, if you watch their TV Tuesday, it was contract signings. And yep. pull apart bras and hit row, and it was yeah. just a normal, regular TV. So it's like, oh, if, this is just going to be one of those slow but sure things. Also, why the fuck did they have Ilya Dragunov and Walter t- even interacting physically? Let alone, yeah. let no, 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 fuck that complaint. Why did they have Ilya Dragunov losing two weeks before he's supposed to have the fucking match of his life that they're defining yeah. his career and all this shit on? Like, maybe well, he's well, going to get Pete Dunn. Like, well, don't fucking uh, have him wrestle Pete Dunn then and have him beat somebody oh, oh, in there Dunn? that he can just We're, and beat. What a transition. Pete Dunn, whose contract? Is contract is up. up after after and SummerSlam. Okay. He's another one. Who's yeah. contract's about to be up? Like, yo, I'm sure it's in Pete Dunn's best interest to resign. Like Pete Dunn, who ran his Indies, who is still young, who is, uh, you know, is he even twenty? To me, an all world talent. I don't know. He's a baby, but an all world talent. Like, it's probably in his best interest. Boy, I know AEW looking sexy as hell to Adam Cole. Boy, I know it because Adam Cole. He just strikes me as a guy who's not dumb. He fits right in to, to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He strikes me as a guy who's not dumb. I, I feel like Adam Cole has had conversations with people and be like, yo, like, I'm great. You had me beat Daniel Bryan clean on TV, and I still ain't on the main roster? Like, and apparently... Yeah, I had, they, they had me like, beat Daniel Bryan on TV in a built-up match with Triple H in his corner. Like, it wasn't just yeah. 
he beat Brian in a match on TV. That shit was a big deal. I was a man. I was a man. I smoked it. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the future actually holds for him, but, yo, like, I have to chalk it up as a miss. Like, that's my guy. Like, I make jokes about Adam Cole being fucking, you know, size of a – I think I called him a D3 middle linebacker last week. <laughs> but he's great. And it's just like, yo, um, I thought the same about Ricochet. thought the same about Alistair Black. Um, Champa. You know, like, there's – you know, just name them. Um, they, it took him a long time to hit stride with Nakamura. I still think he's underutilized, but I also think motivation plays a part in that. But, yeah. like, again, there are so few people who were booked as the man in NXT who got a fair shot on the main roster. Like, Keith Lee still ain't got a fair shot, and he's right. NXT. Like, we listed Keith Lee as, like, the most Vince guy ever. Like, mm-hmm. you got the Maybe not ever, but certainly, certainly thinking that, you know... The, the, the and and just think about yeah where he was whatever just a few months you know not even a year ago uh, when he had his moment on TV with uh, was it Bobby Lashley no that's uh, wrong uh, Roman Reigns Roman Reigns oh, uh, Roman. Roman. right 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 that's right and it's just like oh yeah they this is every time we ask how can they not how can they miss or they or he's a can't miss or this is a can't miss situation. They find a way to fucking swing, swing in a miss just a bit outside. It's just, yeah, they're, they, and it's got to be, you got to say he, Vince fucking McMahon. Just a terrible, terrible talent evaluator in the last, you know, few years. Yeah. And it's not like his pet projects are ever work out anymore. Yeah. It's not like, you know, he's, you know, he, he can't say Roman was his pet project. That was just like one of those obvious, if you got eyes and, and you, and you saw the shield and you saw how they work, you just, you know, but okay. Uh, same complaint. Enough of, enough of that. Let's, uh, let's try to run through a few calls in 20 minutes. Uh, let's talk to Kylan in Newark to start things off. Uh, Kylan, what's up? What's on your mind? What up? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? Doing okay. Yeah, you know, man. Yeah. What's your What's your truncated uh, 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 topic and question this week? Well, I got a little bit left. With With the NXT. Angels coming. What do you suppose we can take as a positive coming out of this news in terms of Vince is now saying he only wants male wrestlers that are 250 pounds and above being hired and other such somewhat ridiculous edicts. Uh, you know, Vince having so, his tantrum, you know, yeah. kind of thing. 
I let it's you get really away good. with all these small guys for years. I'm, I'm sick of it. And he just, I don't know. Does he even care? Is like, if, like, are you are you are you selling fucking shit off to uh, to sell? Or and if that's the case, why do you why do you care? Why do you want a bunch of big guys again? Or you know, or, or, or I don't know. If things were normal, I'd be like, oh, that's just nor that's Vince cycling through his you know hot and cold thing that he does. But with the way things have been the last year, and with the budget cuts, so called. Is anybody asking why, how, how a year ago we were talking about record-breaking numbers and 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 TV deals and Saudi fucking blood money deals, and they were literally touting how much they were worth? How do we go from uh, COVID ain't hurt that bad? Come the fuck on, come on, come on! Yeah. I know it hurt, but it hurt everybody. <laughs> like, good lord, what the fuck is the point of having? Billions and billions of bucks if it ain't going to cushion for when, you know, you have some fucking downtime or some. Yeah. I don't even remember my damn question or why, where I was going. Uh, well, no, because Kylan, Kylan asked specifically if there are any benefits to this. Well, here's my thing. My man, my man asked was good. Here's my thing. Um, Fatu, Alex Hammerstone, Jake something. Those are just three names I can pull out for guys who fit that size and mold who are actually good. Who else is good over 250? Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm not being facetious, like, there just aren't that many good big wrestlers anymore. Like, I, I, like, you look at these kids who were in the Olympics this year, they're not 250. You know what I'm saying? These are... Ain't nobody in the Olympics two fifty, except hammer throwers and fucking yeah, you know the heavyweight guys. Like yo, like I understand, yeah. I understand that appeal, but I don't think that's what people Shot want putters. at this point. Like yeah, John Cena's two forty. Like what are we talking about? What's the big big homie that's on the in the breakout tournament? If he gets yeah, yeah, if yeah, he yeah. if he gets any consistent wind because just being that big. And not being a natural kind of just go 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 go, uh, like you could see he just struggles to do because he's so big. But he, if he can get a core endurance kind of thing underneath him, man, I think he's got his base and all that. I've seen enough of him to, uh, you know, he ain't going to be a guy that's doing flips and shit and trying to do that Bronson Reed, you know, style. He's definitely going to be more traditional. Put you through the try to just put you through the mat as much as possible. I don't know. He's big enough. Maybe. I don't. Mm. Yeah, it, it's so difficult, man. Like, that size is, they just don't build guys like that no more. That's not who gets into wrestling. That's who gets yeah. into, you know. And when they do, and then when they do. Fucking wash out. Yeah, and because because no one knows how to work that style. Or not knows how. No one chooses. No one just works the a big man style purely, uh, except like a almost because he physically like he can't do certain certain things. Just not built for it. But even like a, I'll go back to him like a Bronson Reed. That's my guy and stuff. But he he leaves his feet too much uh, for my for my taste. Um, 
but guys don't know how to work with a, a 300-pound guy anymore to have compelling matches to make them look good. It's either they dominate everything or you have an unrealistic, you know, clunky kind of thing because that's just not – there's mm-hmm. so few of them. It's just, yeah, yeah, I don't think people know how to work with them, especially in a regimented sure. WWE kind of universe. Uh-huh. Let's um, all right. Let's, uh, let's go to the Midwest. Talk to Boris real quick. Uh, Boris, what you got for us? What up? Yeah, I was. Um, oh yeah, I was checking out an interview with Mister Hughes. Did you realize how many people he trained? Did y'all know how many people he you trained? You talking about Curtis Hughes? Yeah. At the high top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing. I just learned how many people he trained. Just just checking out the interview. That's interesting. I would not have pegged him. I know he's been training for a while and has a school, but just he's just not a guy I ever would peg. That would be, yeah, like Norman Smiley. Like, oh yeah, he's a wrestler's wrestler. I'm gonna go there, Norman. You know, okay. for sure. Like, I can Harry see how Taylor. that has. I can see how that's worked out for him. But yeah, you don't expect a a a, a guy that was just a a big body like that. I don't know his work. Beyond being a, a, a muscle for somebody, but yeah, it's always those guys that right, have to work the hardest to, to, to be, you know, halfway decent are probably always the best teachers. Yeah, and I was saying that because, like you said, Norman Smite, Terry Taylor, and a few others down there and NXT, you know, it's like these guys was always what we call them Mick Carters and they wasn't superstars like right. that, but these so main people that's training, everybody coming out the next week. And then it's like, amazing to me, this dude going back to, uh, you know, no midgets and nobody over 30, but you still got Mick Carter's, Mick, we so-called Mick Carter's training to be superstars. Can y'all explain mm-hmm. that with me, please? Well, no, I can't explain that shit. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I just but, going out there. But what's the what's the midget line? I saw it on uh, I saw a meme or something, and I seen it. I was like, okay, so did Vince say this on TV? That's for you, Cam. I, I, Boris is back. Oh, so not on TV, but that's rumored to be what he said to Triple H. What he said? Okay, okay. I, I, I obviously that's not. If he said something like that on TV, it would have been a bigger deal. More than just on wrestling Twitter, but okay. Uh, I see. Yep, they don't have their hand up. All right, let's uh, round things off. Let's go to Georgia and talk to Darrell. Uh, Darrell, what's on your mind? What up? What's up, y'all? You boys? What's, what's true with you, man? Not much. Not much. In a real nigga mood right now. Not separating the real, but just in a nigga mood right now. What? Well, damn. Yeah, man. So don't take, don't take it out nice on us. Talking to you. Oh, no. It's nice talking to you, fellas, <laughs> and just having another uh, break from the day. No, I wouldn't expose y'all to that type of shit, man. When I come on here and talk to y'all, man, you see a different aspect you know, of me, me uh, hearing me than you would if you like you were my partner or something. And everywhere to be slang and be uh, a fuck that nigga type shit, but no. Oh, know, no, because you're definitely proper derail uh, on the East Coast cast, for sure. Oh, no, not proper, proper, but you know what I'm saying, still a damn fool at the end of the day. <laughs> I, 
it's, it's always give two shits. Even though Cameron, the um, the the college spot over there, you know what I'm saying? Still, oh, still man. be having them um, horrible all um, fam users, but you know, I, I try to adapt to my surroundings. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you ready for this weekend? You lit? Oh, no, man. I'm about to start draining, though. Yo, so that's about my next weekend. So damn, um, I don't know if he was planning on going, but the damn fight got switched up. Damn, Pacquiao fight. Damn, that's this weekend, well, right? Uh, Errol Spence had. It was next weekend, yeah. Errol Spence has an eye injury, so he had to pull out, so they replaced him with somebody else. It's like, damn, somebody already spent a lot of money. You spent extra money to go to Vegas because all these events are happening that day and SummerSlam and all that shit, and now you're not even getting the fight you want. That's a damn shame. That's, that's, I, that's why WWE just this week started advertising for um, access. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah. I guess that's why. But, um, yeah. Other than that, I was talking earlier about um the the, the silly crazy talking points now, and I was just fucking with you, Cam. I I know what you're trying to say. I know you be playing. I know you be playing. Yeah, but still though, that's still a horrible talking point. That's just as horrible as okay, Cam. You from um Texas. Okay, Dirk, Dirk, one of the best shooters of all time, especially as a big man, just as in a position, right? Probably one of the best three uh, three point shooters too. If you listen to the talking points, they'll tell you somebody like LeBron is a bomb shooter. He can't shoot. He all he can do is just bullet bulldoze people and go to the lane and stuff like that. But they count for two though, right? Just the same. Oh, okay, just making sure the rules well, for bulldozing your way. The same horrible thing is, yeah. But the horrible thing is LeBron can't shoot or something like that. That'll let, because that's the easy talking point, biased talking point, and people like Skip love to bring up, but nobody ever, if you watch the game and you look at the numbers and you watch the game and you see how he dominates, you would never know that he's about to pass Dirk and Vincent and um, three made in 200 less games. And Dirk is a top fifteen, a top fifteen scorer of all time, and a top ten three point shooter. LeBron, LeBron, it, I, I bet you if LeBron was more of a piece of shit, he would have, he would, there would be way less division. And I'm not even talking about the MJ versus LeBron thing, but just the people that, the people that call him LeBum like that, like that's just not even close. Like things, talk yeah. about things that just don't even. Add up when you first as soon as you hear it, like no, no, yeah. kind of the opposite. He's really good, kind of yeah, <laughs> kind of an all timer. Um, but I bet you, if he was more of a piece of shit, those types of people would like him more. Mm-hmm. Like if he was just, uh, uh, you know, more of a more of a scumbag, just in general, on the court, off the court, all of it. Because I just the don't get, top five. <laughs> I top don't five. get like why people don't like LeBron. Yeah, he's going to be yeah. top five in all stats before he ends his career. I'm talking about three, three pros, oh, sure. everything. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And, and people who play longer than him and not even in all those stats. So, but they'll tell you he'll bomb. But back to wrestling, 
like I said, them tapes about NXT because if I read y'all something and they say, well, I know Cal had said earlier, it, it's, they, it's saying that, it's people saying that they fail, that they've been failing uh, when it comes to development. But mm-hmm. how many of the top people, and what I mean by top people, I'm talking about people who get TV pushes by Big Man. I know Cam was talking um the, the the point that he was trying to make earlier and I was fucking with. I understand that, but even with some of those names that I call and I'll put on there, all those people are the people who get pushed from Vince right now. Who everybody who get let go are upset with, like a Charlotte, the Bailey, the uh-huh. Becky, um, Roman Self, um we want to keep going, the fans, the, all these people that went through, um, <laughs> went through NXT. If you think about your top 20 people in, on, on either show Raw or SmackDown right now, everybody outside of AJ and old people like um, Randy Orton went through NXT. And, and before it was an NXT, Randy Orton came through the developmental uh, of WWE as well. John Cena, <laughs> The Rock, everybody. So how is it, if your eyes showing you that everybody that he's using is coming through your developmental place anyway, then how is it feeling? And why is it not the person who's running the ship? Why y'all keep giving him that benefit of the doubt? Is that he's ain't no choice. Family. The fuck? <laughs> you ain't got no choice. You certainly can't say those things. Uh, certainly you can I say can't. You could also not have a fucking job the next day. I ain't talking about the people who work in the company. I'm talking about everybody. Then who else matters? Then they don't. They don't matter. Because. Of it. Because the horrible point, talking points, is what keeps person like that. And when the media finally started talking bad about George Steinbrand, that's when his family had to go ahead and say, hey, we got to get you up out of here. Plus, they kept having losing season after you lose the season, and the Yankees were trash and about to look like a um, Tampa Bay Rays team before they got good again and not look like the uh, Yankees, who everybody called one of the classic teams. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> you get going. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just, you know, I just say that because you know, a lot of the points are just crazy out there, and, and sometimes it be biased. And I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to be no WWE guy, rah rah guy, or even an AEW guy, rah because both places have they have they uh, quirks and have they foolishness. I think it's time for Vince and the people who um schools for him to go because if you don't change everything, now you say you want to change NNT or whatever, that's what people are saying. You want to change everything, but everything that you try uh, to change still ain't help boost anything, but it's still one constant there. Then what's the problem? It's the one constant. Um, yeah, it's just crazy to me. Or, better yet, the show that everybody talking about, they don't get good on ratings, but the the um, TV deal contract that they got is double than the place that everybody um, claiming got the hottest shit going on right now. Their TV contract is bigger than that one. And I, I know we talk about pocket 
Like, um, people got money and come out, and, you know, and they love it all the way up. Fuck it, I got more money than you, but you don't got no money but still, you know what I'm saying? Some of these takes be so crazy and so one-sided either way that it just, it don't do justice to a whole, whole thing of people. Because the way we keep Vince there, and he, he is wrestling, wrestling going to look like boxing. I just want you to go on TV now and see how they have it. All the boxing people who didn't want to talk about MMA and all of this now, are now the people who they got to be on TV. Now they're trying to transition over to talk about MMA. Because boxing really don't have no stars who stand the show. That's why you got yeah. people like from YouTube mm-hmm. who keep the boxing alive. And the, the guys who do sell are not heavyweights. <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Right. The guys who do sell are your welterweights, at, at most typically your middleweights. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a different game, and I, I just don't think that... I think Larger Than Life was great when people couldn't really go outside and see things. I don't right. think there's magical appeal to uh, a 6'5", 275 wrestler. Right. I, I, when the circus are, would come to town and you saw the strong man who was, yeah, 6'5", you know, maybe 300 pounds and could lift the fucking gimmicked thing over his head probably, and you go, ooh and ah. But again, that's like bumpkin backwater shit when it's like, oh, that's the biggest man I've ever seen in my life. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I was in the... CVS, I saw Muscle and Fitness magazine, and there's a million guys that are, you know, physically fit. It's just not, it's not a big deal. And 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 with the obviously, as we talk about MMA, with the uh, growth of mixed martial arts in the last 20 years, people know what a real fight looks like. People know what certainly know what a, a fake conflict looks like. And, and let's be honest, the people who Vince don't want to push, yeah, they big, but they not impressive because they clunky, they 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 mm-hmm. feel like they gonna trip over their feet, and, it's, right. and they don't have no type of athleticism. And even the white people themselves who refuse to even do this, but at best, now the white people they only impress with the people who got athletic ability. And when you see big guys, like when you see, I'm talking about. They impress with athletic ability as well, so they really don't be impressed in the Braun Strowman or uh, um, who else? The big, um, all them big guys who they have, uh, who they yeah. have now. Even one, they got one in NXT now, uh, who in the um, in the breakout tournament. Yeah, he talked and stuff like that, but he's still clunky. He, he still look like okay. I ain't afraid of you because I feel. I feel like if I see you in the street, I, I punch you, you're going to fall or something. You ain't, you're going to be swinging all wild. Okay, tough so, guy. You want to be impressed by people. And, and nine times, some, the most impressive people are small guys anyway. Because in this world, it's bad you see people over six five, six seven who got some type of athletic ability. And if they did, they're going to be in another sport. They're not yes. going to come to wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's be, that'd be my whole thing right there. All right. All right. Well, on that note, let that, uh, let that wrap things up. Good talking to you, as, as always, Darrell. Yeah, peace out. All right. Um, yeah, that does it for us for for another week 
of East Coast Cast live show. Well, uh, Rich and I will be by for for another hour or so of content. And I got to play this song again. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's that does it for us. Give us uh email us for VIP. Y'all know how to get at us. Uh, yeah, that's a main song right out. Uh, yeah. So for Cam, I'm Trav. We'll get at y'all next week. We out. Catch y'all, man. Sophia, my dear.